Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I told you guys a couple days ago I was going to put together this list of celebrity guys who have dated way out of their league. And so this is just me doing the research. This is my countdown, five to one. Let's go. Number five. Sasha Baron Cohen, who is married to Isla Fisher. Amy, are you familiar with this couple? Yes. Do you think he married out of his league? Uh, Yeah, 100%. Okay. By the way, I say this as someone who has obviously married out of my league because all I do, when I post a picture of me and my wife, I get insulted. It's basically me opening up the door to people getting in my comments, insulting me because she is way prettier on the scale than I am. And you know what? I get it. I understand it. Sometimes it hurts my feelings. Sometimes it doesn't. But just know I'm coming from a good place with this list. Number four. Dak Shepard married Kristen Bell in 2013. I put Dak Shepard at number four on my list. I really like Dak Shepard. I don't know if I've ever met him. I don't think I have, but I've recently become a pretty big fan of his podcast. Um, so I get it. I get Sasha Baron Cohen for sure. I get Dak Shepard. He's a charming guy. He's a funny guy. Uh, Kristen Bell, Dak Shepard. Amy, do you feel like that is out of the league? Yes, but I know a little bit more about him because I too listen to his podcast. So I totally, yeah, I get it. So, yeah, because she's, yes, it, it's, it's Mike out of D the just showed me a picture of me with Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell. Oh, so you have met him. I, I have met him. Wow, look at that. Uh, let's go to the next one. Number three. Benji Madden from Good Charlotte and Cameron Diaz. Tell me you weren't shocked whenever you heard they were dating, Amy. Shocked, I gasped. Yeah, me too. Gasped. Gasped. I still gasped. Sometimes when I think about it. All right, let's go to the top two. Number two. Now, I love Counting Crows. It's one of my favorite bands. This lead singer named Adam Duritz. I'm going to read you the list of uh, ladies that he has dated. Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Christina Applegate, Mary Louise Parker, Winona Ryder. That's just one dude. That's what we know about. And he's kind of a dopey looking fella. If you can't picture him, uh, had dreads forever, just kind of whines a lot. Eddie, how would you describe him? Yeah, I don't want to be too rude, but he kind of looks like a glowworm, and uh, he's really hairy, and he's thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him a lot, by the way. Um, but I put him at number two, and let's go to. Do you know who number one is, Amy? I don't. You do. Come on, think about it. Who's oh, the is number it you? one? No, well, oh. I, I took myself off the list. <laughs> yes. Oh, right, is hit the it. number one the new one? Number one. And the number one player in the Hall of Fame is Pete Davidson. I mean, first of all, Ariana Grande, they were engaged. Mm-hmm. Kate Beckinsale, dated in 2019. Right now, Kim Kardashian. Uh, he dated Cassie uh, David. And so Pete Davidson is just the guy now. Like he is the sex symbol that allows other guys like him to be pursued in that way. There's a Pete Davidson charm to him. If that's said now, that's a compliment. Amy, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, your thoughts on that couple? Yeah, I mean, I think they go, I, I think he has a vibe about him that clearly is very charming. I, but does he only have that vibe though because he's been able to do it with other multiple famous Well, it had to really start somewhere. Females. Like the vibe yeah. was there for it to start with. A, just mm-hmm. Even if it was just one, it would be a vibe. Mm-hmm. And I mean, funny guys, like, 
I I didn't I didn't ever I follow this guy Trey Kennedy on Instagram. He's a comedian, but I didn't know much about him until I went to see his show. And then later, of course, we had to Google his wife because he talked about her during his comedy show. And she's like this model. And he said they met online. And I'm like, okay. I I bet he slid into her DMs and then she watches videos. She's like, oh my gosh, she's so funny. I mean, I I don't know exactly how it played out, but she is like stunning. Like this, he's another example of like you know, married out of his league. Yeah, I don't know who he is, but uh, Caitlin says he's funny too. Oh yeah, no, he's so funny. And uh, yeah, I just, that was another example that just came to my mind of like, a funny guy? Oh, Jason Sudeikis. I'd put Jason Sudeikis on there too because he, obviously super funny, but he was married to Olivia Wilde for a long yeah. time? They were engaged for a long time. Engaged for a long time. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Okay, so there's my list. I promised it to you a couple days ago. I know people have been waiting. They've been (laughs) waiting just right by their radio or their phone to hear that list. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. For years now, my wife's been watching from afar as I play fantasy football year after year. She's always been curious as to what it was all about and finally had the chance to find out when someone dropped out of the league. Against my better instincts, I let her buy into the league, explained how it worked, told her she was on her own, and wished her luck. Then the bye weeks came. She's not updating her roster. She's not making moves. She's not handling injuries. Not only is it messing up the league, it's embarrassing for me. Should I kick my wife out of the league? Or do you have any advice on how to get her to take it more seriously? Signed, John V. I love fantasy football. It's my favorite thing. And if someone, I don't care if it's a wife or Eddie or whomever, if someone is messing around and not having the integrity of the league top of mind, kick her out of the league. Okay. I I mean, I guess I'm sure she would understand. I mean, I've never played fantasy football, so I have no idea what in the world goes on over there. But, I mean, if the rules are the rules and you got to participate and keep up with your stuff, then you'd have to understand if you get kicked out. I would warn her first and say, hey, A lot of people have come to me and said that you're holding up the league. If this happens again, our rule is we have to kick you out. And then I would put it on everybody else and say they kicked you out of the league. (laughs) Yeah. Not me. But yeah, that's some serious stuff. I get made fun of all the time by Kate Lynch because I'll call a friend and we'll be talking about trades and who's going to play. She's like, do you really think you're a general manager of a team? And I'm like, yes, I am. My own team. Yeah, we are. But we take it very seriously in our friendship circle. It's also how we communicate as friends. We would never make phone calls to each other just to talk. But we so do. So it's a bonding thing. Absolutely. Video games and fantasy football for dudes, it's the way for us to get on the same phone. And it's the way for us to get into deeper things. Because we ain't just calling to see how you're feeling today. And there's money involved. So we take it serious. Eh, it's light money. Well, for you. <laughs> it's light. It's, it's not a big buy in or anything like that. So, but mostly I would say that people take this seriously. You got to kick her out if she's not going to. You'd kick anybody out. It's not anyone. Right, You'd and explain that out. to her. Yes. If she, yeah. And Good luck, though. Ooh. Give her the warning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the mailbag. If you want to email us, what do they do, Morgan? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. The Bobby Bones Show. Woo. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. It's Walker Hayes. Favorite thing about the holidays is the food, yo. Uh, down in Mobile, we eat a lot of fried shrimp. We don't do the turkey thing. It's too dry for us. We keep it ham, fried shrimp, maybe some raw oysters here and there, too. Come on. Happy Thanksgiving from the Bobby Bones Show. We are about to have Rob Thomas on from Matchbox 20, which, I mean, as a teenager, Matchbox 20 was revolutionary to me. Uh, loved him. The album, Yourself or Someone Like You, had the big guy on the front with, like, the leather 
pilot hat on. I mean, Push was their first ever single. Jam. 3 a.m. when it came out. Jam. I could do that with like 10 songs in a row. Yeah. Oh, so good. But Rob Thomas is on hold right now. I think he's listening to me. Just oh, great geeky now. Gu- gush. <laughs> uh, unwell. Here you go. I'm not crazy. I'm just a little unwell. And I've seen him. He's done some stuff with Jimmy Allen and Abby Anderson. And so he's still around. And we're going to talk to him because he's playing the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. And we're going to do some Macy's stuff with him. So here we go. Rob Thomas is on right now. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Rob Thomas. Rob, let me say I'm a massive fan, and I believe this is the first time that you and I have ever spoken, so I will lead being a complete super fan and just go, you're the, you're the best. You're the best. Oh, man. Thank you, man. That's very nice of you to say. I'm glad you got my script. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to ask, because I've been a fan for such a long time, and when you're, whenever you put out new music, you know I'm always drawn to it, but I did see when you put out the Christmas record, that song that you and Brad Paisley did together. How did this, how did this collaboration come with you and Brad? You know, that we were still pretty much in lockdown the whole time we were making this over the summer. And so, you know, when I wanted to get friends to come in, I had to literally just reach out into my phone book and have people that I knew. You know, I didn't have like, it was going to be too hard to get, you know, my people to call their people and try and get, you know, the label to reach out to management and all that stuff. So I just, I wrote a country song that, you know, it was a country banger that, and the way that Brad plays guitar, the way that he sings, it was kind of a no brainer. Like, I, I just was hoping, I, I went through it like Manifest Destiny. Like I went through it like, oh, I'm, I'm telling myself and, and my wife, like, oh yeah, this is the song I'm doing with Brad Paisley. And she's like, have you called him yet? I'm like, no, but he, I'm sure he's going to do it. And uh, and then he did it. I just attribute it to the fact that he really didn't have a lot to do either. And he was kind of in lockdown and bored. So, uh, so I just, I lucked out with the timing. You guys are playing it at the Rockefeller Center Tree Lighting on NBC December 1st. Is it nerve wracking to play a song on a national stage that you haven't done 500 times? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's an excitement level there, and especially because, you know, it's not like we haven't been on the road, right? So we're not, we, we haven't been out. Like, the first time I played in a year and a half was me and Carlos in Central Park, right? And there's like 40,000 people, but it was like two songs. So you come out, you get really, really hyped up, and then it's over. And that's the same kind of thing when you do these TV shows. Like, you're kind of hyped up, and the whole day you're there, and you're on set, and you're doing the rehearsals, and the sound checks, and the run-throughs, and then it's time, and then two minutes later and it's over and then they're you know they're moving on to you know i don't know the news of the day whenever you talk about these performances and it's over like i think i saw you're doing the thanksgiving parade too yeah do do you actually sing or do you have to lip sync because it's a moving float nobody gets to play no band no 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 singing it has to be because they don't have they're not rigged up right at all but then i was curious i've always wondered what happens you know like because they kind of move to that spot and they perform and then the parade moves on and somebody else moves in that spot so i always wondered like what the hell do they do the rest of the time right so the rest of the time apparently it's just like a regular parade and like christmas music comes from my hallmark channel float (laughs) while i wave to people just like a normal parade uh rob thomas is on with us uh, one of my favorite albums, yourself or someone like you, just turned 25 years old. I mean, do you look back at that and go, that was yesterday, or does it feel like just an eternity ago? You know, I, th- I think like my wife and I have been together 22 years, and simultaneously it feels like I, I don't remember a time before it, and it feels like it was yesterday. I'll, I'll, I kind of all at the same time. Rob Thomas is on with us, and we're talking about Macy's Wish List Wednesday. And so there are a couple things here. First, I want to know before we talk about the actual items that we're going to talk about, what are your holiday plans? I've, I've been celebrating Christmas since June because I've been here making this Christmas record and getting everything built up and ready. Uh, so I'm, I'm really looking forward, I think, to, uh, you know, I live here in, in Westchester, New York, so I'm just waiting for it to get nice and crisp 
And, you know, like it, for us, it starts right after Macy's parade. Like as soon as Santa goes past Macy's, Christmas begins. And, uh, and for us, it's all about just, you know, being home and enjoying it. It's Macy's Wishlist Wednesday, where we've curated wishlists featuring the hottest gifts this year. For example, there are gifts under 20 bucks during Black Friday and Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. That was so weird. At first, I thought it was Macy Gray's wishlist. And I was just like, that's odd. Like, uh, yeah, I thought she just wanted like a big puffy coat. Like, I'm not sure. <laughs> There's uh, $4.99 Levi's t-shirts. There's an $11.99 drone, which that drone seems like it would be easy to buy because if you lost it in a tree, it wouldn't be that painful. That's the, I think the $11.99 drone is the preferred drone for spying on your neighbors because, you know, like you could fly it right over there and then immediately just get out and run away from it and, and just disavow any knowledge of knowing anything about the drone. I could get four of them. You guys can check out Macy's.com <laughs> slash wishlist to build your own wishlist for all your gifting needs. And once you have made your list, go to Macy's.com slash believe to write a letter to Santa because for every letter submitted to Santa online, Macy's donates a dollar to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which helps to grant wishes to kids who are fighting critical illnesses. And be sure to tune in to another epic Macy's Thanksgiving parade tomorrow. Rob will be there. Rob, are you guys going back on the road with Matchbox 20 next year? That's the plan, yeah, yeah, uh, big summer tour. What's the what's the biggest song people sing to? Like when you look back at that that whole project, our "Born to Run" moment is uh is like we can't. I don't think we're allowed to leave without playing "Push." I kind of feel like that's that's the one like we have to we have to make sure that no matter what we play that song. Rob Thomas, one of the biggest bands from you know my lifetime, and now you know he'll be on. He'll be lip syncing and waving during the Macy's, <laughs> yeah. Macy's Thanksgiving parade. Watch, I've been I've been working on it. If you can see me on the monitor, I was I'm I'm working on my way. Pretty good. Needs a little work, but it's yeah. pretty good. You're getting there. Yeah. All right, Rob Thomas, everybody. Rob, thank you, buddy. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 second skinny. The nominees for the Grammys were announced, and several country stars are nominated. Maren Morris, Casey Musgraves, Chris Stapleton, Thomas Rhett, Walker Hayes, and Mickey Guyton are all nominated for Best Country Song. You can see all the nominations at bobbybones.com. Alan Jackson shared his favorite Thanksgiving side dish. Be the homemade dressing that we, cornbread-based kind of dressing that we always have with turkey. Darius Rucker shared his favorite part of Thanksgiving. Food, it's eating. It, it's 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 hanging out with family and, and getting some great food because that's that's really what Thanksgiving, you know, Thanksgiving is about giving thanks for all the great things you 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 got. And I always give thanks for the greatest thing I got, and that's my family. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. So on the Mars area high school hockey team, they have a girl goalie. Everybody else on the team is a boy. When they play other teams, often all boys. Well, they were playing this one particular high school where they heckled her and made fun of her so bad for being a girl that she ended up leaving the rink in tears. And it was very sad. They made fun of her being a girl? A girl goalie. They they probably can't even get a girl. These guys doing that. Oh, yeah. No, they were relentless. Like, it was awful, uncalled for, very unsportsmanlike. So when this female goalie was returning to the rink for another game, the community found out about it and huge crowd of people. It was a huge crowd of people. Like everyone from all around came to support this goalie and they were holding up signs saying, girls are strong and we belong on the ice. There was like Olympic gold medalists in the crowd. I mean, all the people wanted this girl to know you deserve to be there. I heard she had 40 saves that game too. (laughs) Is that right? I don't know. I don't That's not part of the story. (laughs) Hey, I would have been there. Yeah. From the sign and everything. Who are these idiots? 
High school boys. someone over being a girl. I know. And the community just wanted to say, like, hey, her resilience and perseverance and showing up back on the ice even after that happened is amazing. We had a girl that played in our conference, high school football. She was like backup tight end for Bismarck. Did you guys heckle her? No, we didn't want to get, no one exactly. wanted, no, no. Here's what happened. You didn't want to get trampled on by a girl. So no one, everyone was like, I don't want to hit, I don't want to like line up against her mm-hmm. because they knew if she beat them, it'd be on film. Yep. Oh. <laughs> that game tape Smart. would be watched back and be like, all right. Yeah. So everybody was like, oh, I don't want to go against her. We didn't do any heckling. Okay. That's a great story. Good for that community. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I love a good social experiment. Lunchbox, what'd you do? So I always see news stories about people getting invited to strangers Thanksgiving. So I went out around town, talked to random people and said, man, I got no plans. Think I can come to your house for Thanksgiving? (laughs) See if they'll let me come. Where would you have these conversations? Uh, Like the grocery stores. I had to get, you know, like people walking down the street really wouldn't stop and talk to me. So people working, they're forced to stand there and talk to Mm. me. I already feel awkward and I haven't heard a single clip. Like my my insides have... (laughs) slightly turned a little. That's what it feels like when it feels awkward. It's like, ugh. But let's hear a clip. This is clip number one. Lunchbox, you're at the grocery store? At the grocery store. All right, here we go. Getting ready for Thanksgiving, huh? <laughs> Getting kind of crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Busy, busy, busy. Busy, busy, busy. But you excited about Thanksgiving? I am, man. I am. You got big plans? Me and my family usually go to this church that uh, my grandmother always went to as a kid. Oh, that's cool, man. Cool. Yeah, how about you, man? Man, I really ain't got nowhere to go, man. It's just me, so, you know, I'm just, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, man, so I was just hoping you would, uh, I could come with you. <laughs> I wish, I wish, man. I'm sorry about that, though. Oh, uh, yeah, because I'm just going to be by myself, you know, so, like, if, you know, you and your family want an extra guest. Just say the word, man. <laughs> All right. Is that the word yes or no? I don't think so. <laughs> so, man, I'm sorry about that. Oh, Okay. That's really awkward. <laughs> my, my guts kept turning. They turned they turn more. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, you got one no. Here is Lunchbox talking to somebody else trying to get invited to Thanksgiving. Big plans? Yeah. So I get to spend it with my kids. That's good. That's good. Good. Yeah. Kids and family. That's good. I mean, because if you got an extra seat, you know, I don't have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving. Yeah, because I'm going to be all by myself for Thanksgiving. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> So if you've got an extra piece of pie and extra turkey, just let me know. I sure will. Yeah, just say the word and I'll be there. <laughs> I guess that's a no. All right. <laughs> Did she just walk away? Oh, she just walked away, man. Oh, my God. Just turned and walked. Turned and boop, opposite direction. How do you feel while you're doing this? I'm laughing in my head going, these people think I'm absolutely crazy. <laughs> like, these people think I have a screw loose in my head, and they are like, this guy really wants to come to my house? And, I mean, it's just, the, the, the the look on their face, the awkwardness of, like, how do I handle this is just pure joy for me. You know, something new you brought to it was, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> hey, play that second clip back, Ray, just a little bit. Big plan? Yeah. So I get to spend it with my kids. That's good. That's good. Good. Yeah, it's been family. That's good. I mean, because if you got an extra seat, you know, I don't have anywhere to go. Because like I'm really that, trying though. to feel like, oh, I'm excited for them. That's good. And then it's like, uh, it's sad that I don't have anywhere to go. Like, it's good you got something to do because I have nothing to do. And it'd be good if he invited me to your plans. I saw the guy. And I think it's their sixth year now. The guy who accidentally texted the wrong person about Thanksgiving. Yeah. it was, was. Yeah. The lady accidentally texted him. 
And it oh, was a grandma. It was? it was a grandma texting her grandson, like, hey, you coming for Thanksgiving? And he's like, I don't know who you are, Grandma, but I'll sure be there. And they've kept up tradition for like six years, and they be, make it a tradition. <laughs> the tradition. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good bit, though, Lunchbox. Nice job. Thanks. By the way, I should say that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's, that's good. good. That's, that's good. good. That's good. The story is this couple married over Zoom, which is abnormal, but we've had some military folks on the show where they got married over Zoom because of the circumstances they were living in. But the the really crazy part about the story is this couple's never met in real life at all. Oh. So a, a man and a woman who have never met in person got married over Zoom. Her name is Aisha. She's 26 years old. She lives in the UK. Her now husband, Darren, who's 24, lives in Michigan. They met online during lockdown in a Facebook group. They shared weekly date nights on video calls. Then Darren asked her to be his girlfriend in November of last year. They started to plan for her to come to the U.S., but then he proposed, knowing it'd be a long time before they got to meet, but then they had the ceremony on Zoom. They are married. Like they, are fish. They, never, they have never even shaken hands, and they're married. Here is, this is her talking about the relationship. I got married to my husband, who lives in America, over Zoom, even though I haven't met in person yet. We started talking because I approached him and uh, I messaged him first. I got his information from his mom. Amy, could you fall in love with someone you actually never met? I don't, I don't think so. Like I would want to have like in-person contact just to see like, you know, you feel things like, oh, this could, this could work out. I don't know. I feel like it's very weird and I want to know when they have plans to actually meet or if they ever plan to meet. Maybe the best thing is they never meet. (laughs) That's going to be awkward for everyone involved. I guess the biggest fear would be when you meet them for the first time is that their feet are disgusting. They have a smell. You know, it's all these things that you can only find out when you're around someone Yeah. every day or at least one day ever. But that, that is a bizarre story. I don't know what they look like. Do you mind? Do you have a picture of them? Well, I mean, a little more normal than I thought, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, I was going to say, does it, I guess it, does it matter? <laughs> They are still yet to meet because they are waiting for her visa application to be accepted. Well, if she married an American citizen, and I'm surprised that they would let them do this. If she married an American citizen, she's automatically a citizen, right? There you oh, go. well, that's, that's why she did it. Poor guy. But she's, from, but she's from the UK. I don't know that people in the UK are just dying to be citizens just for the sake of being citizens. They're pretty good over there. Oh, uh, well, I mean, know? I would think Australia would be pretty good. And I know some Australians that, like, they feel super lucky to become, to have gotten this citizenship. They call it the green card lottery. And they feel very lucky that they got it. And these are very, you know, you would think, oh, you get it, you becoming a citizen shouldn't be a problem. But they feel like they struck gold. On the scale of zero to 10, 10 being the absolute weirdest thing ever, where, where does this fall in to you? Oh, 10. Yeah, it's there. It's nine. It's a, It's hard for me to give anything a 10, but it's definitely a nine. Just crazy they've never met ever, and they are legally married. Uh, the other story that I saw that isn't as crazy, but I just thought it was a little bit relatable, a Florida homeowner is being threatened by his HOA to be fined because he put up its Christmas lights way too early, and his neighbor won't stop complaining about the lights. They put them up on November 6th. Let's talk about that for a second. Is November 6th too early to put up your Christmas lights? No. I'm going to say no, too. It's too early, but it's not so early that you should be penalized, right? Yeah, I mean, no. I don't. I think you know, once you pass Halloween, like, you should be good to go. I get that it's an HOA and you have to follow rules, blah, blah, blah. But, like, if that neighbor's complaining for November 6th, like, it's, it shouldn't be allowed. 
Okay, here is Michael Maffa and the HOA's lawyer, Jonathan Ellis, talking about what happened. Right before Christmas, Merry Christmas to us. Yeah. I mean, who could be a Grinch to kind of just hand this out? I don't know. They complained about either the lights or the decorations, which led the community manager to investigate it. If there's enough of the community that wants that change, and I believe generally the community association or the West Chase will listen to the uh, residents and will make changes. So we've got to take our lights now, which we are not going to do. They're going to be fined 100 bucks a day up until the day after Thanksgiving. Wait, that stinks. That's to, especially if it's not loud music of like Justin Bieber's Christmas song blaring at all hours. You know, that I could understand. If like you can't actually go to bed because the music's playing and the lights are shining in your window. But that's not the case here. That's from News Channel 8. Uh, any thoughts on that, Amy? Yeah, I mean, I'm just wondering. People are spending legal fees on this. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a lawyer involved. That's ridiculous. Like, it's so dumb. Boy, you know you hate that neighbor, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, forever. That is a hated, hated part of the neighborhood now. Here's a voicemail we got last night from Barbie in Oklahoma. I just have a question for Bobby. What happened to the Meunier? Meunier! Yay, it's Monday! Yay, Meunier! Where'd it go? What happened? You were, like, really pushing it, and then what happened? I need the Meunier back. I just felt lame. It caught up with me. <laughs> I might bring it back. I'm not too good to do lame things, but I, it, I just... I, it felt a bit forced. No, maybe there's a reason no one ever calls it Munye because it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we tried. <laughs> but, I've, but I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, here's another voicemail. Speaking on behalf of the B team, I think we figured it out. I think that you guys are on Amazing Race. Bobby and Caitlin are, and that is why they're in Central America. Um, if I'm right, then I'm just going to expect no reply, no comment on it, and I'll take it. Uh, you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. I can't tell you why I'm here, but I can tell you this. Mike D is also here. Morgan number one is also here, but it's not Amazing Race or they wouldn't be here. Right, Mikey? We would be right. Yeah, we wouldn't be in a hotel room doing the show. No. Uh, but no, that's incorrect. All right, here's another one. Hey, Bobby. Hey, morning studio, station bathroom. Sometimes I go in there and the men's bathroom is, is occupied, so I'll just go run in and use the women's bathroom. Uh, now, they are single bathrooms, so there's no one else in there and I can lock the door behind me. Wondering what your uh, thoughts are on that. Thanks, big fan of the show. I'm cool with it. If it's a single stall, I'm cool with it, especially if you really have to go. If you can, hold it for a minute. Hold it for a minute. But if you can't, it's okay as long as the door can lock and there's no chance of a woman walking in on you or you walking in on her. I'm totally down. I'm totally cool. I've done it too. Uh, one more. Jack in Colorado Springs. I would like to leave a morning corny for her in his morning corny. What did the turkey say to the farmer? Why is there nothing on my calendar past November? Thank you for letting me leave this message. Love the show. I've been listening to it for a couple years now. Uh, thanks for helping you use it. Uh, that's okay. funny. That was okay. a good one. That's, okay. That was like the winner of the evening. You don't have to laugh yeah. so hard. I thought it was that's funny, the best too. It's the best one we've heard in a month. Mm. Okay. Well, right? Uh, yeah. I agree. It was okay. really good. I kind of was bummed I hadn't thought of it. but. Well, you don't write yours. I'm sure he didn't write that one. Some I do. Mm. Very rarely. Very rarely. Uh, sometimes I rewrite. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Amy's pile of stories. So a girl just had her wisdom teeth out. She's 22 years old, has been a loyal Taylor Swift follower for years. So naturally, while she's all drugged up, she went on a three-minute rant about Taylor Swift. I stood there, Mom, when everyone hated Taylor Swift, and I said she does not deserve it. <laughs> and I'm so upset because I will never see her in the concert venue. <laughs> Why do you think you will never see her? It's so expensive. 
It's not her fault. I know it's not her fault. She does not pick her concert prices because the industry is corrupt like that. (laughs) Did Taylor reach out to her? I don't know. I sure hope so. I mean, let's get this girl some tickets. And then she even went on talking about how the industry is going to shun Taylor for being over 30 years old. And yeah, she had like a lot of thoughts in the three minute clip. (laughs) Oh, well, good for her. She had a lot to say. I'm glad she said it. Okay, what else? So, Eddie, you're frying a turkey for Thanksgiving, right? That's right. Okay, well, do you know the number one rule for frying a turkey? I don't. Okay, well, to stay safe, Tracy Lawrence is out talking about it because he's a big, you know, turkey fry guy. And he said you have to make sure that the turkey is completely thawed out. If there's any ice, which, Eddie, I know yours is frozen in in Bobby's freezer, when ice hits the hot grease, it will absolutely explode, and that's how you burn your house down. Okay, I'll write that down. Oh, he went right to burn your house down. It wasn't like, that's where there'll be a small flame. He went, that's where you'll burn the house. The Dang. great Chicago fire. Yes. Yeah, no, okay. it says, like, he said, quote, that's how you burn your house down. And he said, whatever you do, do not set your fryer on your porch, especially if you have a wood deck. Move the fryer away from your house. So, and he's fried over 6,400 turkeys. Since he launched this big concert event that he does, so he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, every year at Thanksgiving, he does a massive give back campaign. What else? All right, so since we just talked about frying a turkey, I will say that crabs, octopus, and lobsters <laughs> have been added to a list um, that people are saying, hey, they feel pain and we need to recognize that. So now they're in an animal welfare bill. Oh. Yeah, I won't eat octopus. I don't care how fancy of a place that we're at. If there's octopus, after watching my octopus teacher, no chance. But it's also why I don't watch those documentaries on cows because they don't have to stop eating beef. I know that, so I avoid them. (laughs) Yeah. I never watched the octopus thing you're talking about. Say the name again because I want to watch it. My octopus teacher? And you realize octopus, octopi, octopuses, I don't know. But you realize (laughs) that these things are wildly smart. As smart as us, basically. They just live in a different part of the world. Hey, real quick, I just thought of something I saw the other day. Uh, what do you get when you cross a turkey with an octopus? What? Enough drumsticks for the whole table. <laughs> get it? <laughs> a turkey with an octopus, yes, enough can... drumsticks for the whole table. Like eight yeah, I get it. <laughs> Yeah, eight legs. Uh, Normally, you just have two turkey legs on okay. a turkey. But if you, oh, it took a while. Okay. Thank you. All right. Put them, all right. I'm Amy. Is that's, that it? Yes, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Freddie has always been a slow runner, but she's okay with that. But then last year, she was diagnosed with arthritis. And so it became painful to run, but she still run to run a marathon. So she signed up and she came in dead last. I saw this story. I saw her picture. It took her like how many hours? 10 hours. They had to bring her a walker at one point. Four minutes. And 58 seconds. But she did it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter if she was last. Well, her, I, again, Somebody... I saw this story because it, the headline wasn't inspirational. It was like, <laughs> meet the woman who finishes last in the marathon. And she had qualified, but then she had, had arthritis. But it was like her friend brought her a walker in the middle of it, and she just used that to finish the whole race. Man, I love this story. Yeah, I mean, her tenacity here, that's impressive. She said, too, she thought about, like, getting off. Did you see that where she was like, I thought about taking a shorter a shortcut. Yeah, but she didn't. But she said, if you can't be first, it's great to be last is her new motto. I mean, somebody has to be last. Would you have stayed in the race? Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, you would have quit. Just think if you're a volunteer <laughs> at that race. You volunteer for the marathon. They're not right? staying the whole time. 
There's a fu- there's a oh, couple there's skeleton some people crew. That do. There's a couple, but the whole the whole thing is. I mean, they, they have to keep the roads blocked off just for her. It's Lunchbox. like that marathon is co- hey, hey. it's costing this is more a, this money. Is something good, man. Good. But I, I don't think they ended up shutting the whole town down. <laughs> I think they slowly opened it back up and she just took care of her. Well, I'm. <laughs> like move Very slowly opened it up. I mean, but if I'm dead last, I am sneaking off going, I ain't being the last person across the finish line. Well, if I'm third from last, I'm slowing down and I'm going to finish last because that's a story. That's how you make the news. Well, the la- let me tell you, I was in a track meet my freshman year of high school. It was in the regionals and I was running my fastest time ever for the mile and I was dead last by 100 yards and I ran my best time ever and the crowd gives me a... Like a sympathy standing ovation. I'm like, guys, I am a freshman running my best time ever. Don't give me like I'm a slow runner. I was so embarrassed, and it was the last time it ever happened. What's that, Uncle Rico? Oh, sorry, I was <laughs> I was thrown off by that story. Oh yeah. All right, that's a great story. Good for her for hanging in there. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. What are your general feelings about the Rock, Amy? Oh, I love him. Yeah, I like him a lot. I I think I used to love him. It's starting to be. At times, a little cringe, the stuff that he does. I do like the tourist stuff that he's doing where he pulls up beside the bus and he's like, I'm the rock. And they go, ah, (laughs) like that's fun to see because we're watching other people like their natural reaction. How do you feel about all this all this times the rocks are pulling up next to the bus and going, hey, I'm the rock. I mean, the first time I really loved it. And yeah, again, don't get me wrong. Like I love me some the rock. And if I were on a tour bus and he pulled up, I'd be freaking out. But I think he's, he's done it a little too much. Like we need to stop. So you're over it at this point? Yeah, I think so. So he did it again, but he pulled up beside a bus and he gave them all gifts and he invited them to the premiere of his movie, Red Notice. He gave out a bottle of tequila, a big screen TV, an Xbox, a year subscription to Netflix and a $500 gift card. Now, do you think that's a loser thing to do because it's too much or did he put just the right wrinkle in it to make it cool again? Okay, he put the right wrinkle. Yeah, me too. I think that's (laughs) pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I wanna be a hater, but I can't be a hater. Did he give everybody all that stuff? Like everybody got all that? I thought maybe he like gave somebody a bottle of tequila. No, but everybody on the bus got all of that. I'll read it again. A bottle of tequila, a big screen TV, an Xbox, a year subscription to Netflix because that's what that movie's on, and a $500 gift card. That's amazing. Uh, Lunchbox, what are your thoughts here? Look, man, the rock drives me nuts. First of all, I send him a letter, he doesn't respond, and then he pulls up to everybody. I mean, when you have hundreds of millions of dollars, why don't you just buy him a new house? I mean, gosh... I, ugh, it's so frustrating. But whatever. If you guys like him, whatever. If you'd like to hear a clip, uh, this is The Rock doing it the first time. And we'll follow this with the clip of Lunchbox's attempt to do the same thing. This is kind of funny. There's a tour bus here that always tours through my neighborhood. Hey, you guys know where I can find The Rock? <laughs> <laughs> and then Lunchbox said people would do that if I Absolutely. pulled up beside a bus. So this is Lunchbox walking up to a tour bus. Hey, y'all know where I can find Lunchbox? Hey, you guys know where I can find Lunchbox? Don't worry, I'll wait. You can take pictures. Yeah, if you can just show me where Lunchbox is, yeah, it's me. Good to see you guys. If I remember correctly, I think Abby was on the bus taking video or something, or somebody was, and people started trying to figure out where the Lunchbox restaurant was. Like you were asking where the Lunchbox was. Yeah, someone said, is that like somewhere to eat? Yeah. <laughs> I did say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back anyway, around. I thought that, was, thought that was cool of the rock. It is time to do the morning corny. Amy is standing by. Let's go. The morning corny. What did the dad say when he was asked to say grace at the Thanksgiving meal? 
What did the dad say when he was asked to say grace at the Thanksgiving meal? Grace at the Thanksgiving meal. Oh, boy. (laughs) That was the morning corny. I mean, that was 100% dad joke. Some of them are corny jokes, but that was dad joke, like for sure. (laughs) I was reading a story about a guy who used to rob houses, and what he's saying is, here's how not to get your house robbed. And first, he talks about good hiding places, especially if you leave your house for a while. Where you can put stuff. Well, number one is a washing machine. Like if you're going to be gone for a while, ain't nobody going to go look in the washing machine when they break into your house. And I thought that was interesting because if I, I, I try to put myself in the situation. If I was breaking in somebody's house and I had six minutes, I wouldn't go open the washing machine, like that top lid door. So that's one. Uh, under dirty laundry was one that I thought Ooh. was pretty cool. I ain't touching people's disgusting underwear. <laughs> you can put it in a curtain hem problem with that is I'd never find it again. I'd put it in there and it's such a random place. I'd be like, where did I put my wedding ring? <laughs> Another one is in a tampon box. Cause you know, if a dude's breaking into a house and he sees the tampon box, he's like, Nope, not even I'm getting in that <laughs> thing. Uh, and cat litter. Those are good hiding places. They list places to avoid a portable safe because you can just grab the safe and get out of town. You'd be like, well, there's going to be something in there. Let me grab it and go. Uh, closet, a medicine cabinet, because people breaking in oftentimes go look in the medicine cabinet anyway because there are some decent drugs in there, they think. And so if you hide your valuables in there, your jewelry or whatever else, they're probably going to get them while they get in the medicine cabinet. And the other one, they say, is an oven. Now, again, I've never broken into a house, but I don't know if I'd go looking in the oven. Put yourself in that situation, Amy. The oven. Well, yeah, I'm already worried about the oven because I'm going to forget it's there. And the next time I preheat my oven to cook something (laughs) when I return from this trip, I'm going to burn whatever I put in there. So I am going to go with my freezer. That's where I, well, well, now I'm telling people. (laughs) 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 But I have in the past been known to put important documents and stuff in my freezer. Not necessarily valuables. So don't rob That makes a list of... Uh, places not to put stuff, the freezer. Oh, really? Why? Yeah, because it's really known. Oh, okay. Well, I don't do that anyway. Also, (laughs) um, now that you've mentioned the washing machine or the dryer thing, I have always been wondering if I were to be home when someone broke into my house, where do I hide so they don't find me? And now I know I'm going to go get inside my washing machine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's another part of the story where he says, you should glue a key to the bottom of the doormat but not a key that works to the house because what's happened is that burglars will move the doormat first to see if they can just get a key and walk in. And when it's not there, they see it. Then they start like dinking with it and they're like, well, I can't get it off. And then they realize, okay, this is a prank. And that pretty much the opportunity for them to get fully home alone is going to happen. Oh, so, so they back out of it. So they're like, they don't even look for another way to get in because that spooks them so bad. And they think they could, have been gotten surveilled as well from like a camera that's around. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to take that a step further. If I'm in a, under my mat, I'm just going to write a note that says, I'm watching gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. Or got you or something, even though I yeah. might not be. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, there's a Rolls Royce of turkeys that can cost you 300 bucks for the turkey, which by the way, Eddie, how much does a turkey cost? Uh, I got mine for a dollar a pound and it was a 16 pound turkey. So 16 bucks. Is a 16-pound turkey going to feed your whole family, all six of you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, oh, oh. The, the way I measure it is just kind of feel, I hold it and I feel it. I'm like, yeah, that looks about the size that'll feed my family, so I hope so. 
I have no idea. Never cooked turkey. I've been asked to cut the turkey a couple times, like slice the turkey, and I suck at it, and so I don't do that anymore. <laughs> uh, but the Kelly Bronze turkey will cost you about 13 bucks a pound, mm. which means it can cost you about 300 bucks for the entire bird. Wow. It has the, the flavor, they say. It has a special flavor. If that's all they're going to tell me about this thing, I need it to have some of that gold, like when they're charging 700 bucks for a, for a Flavor Town burger at Guy Fieri's place. I need, some, I need something that just makes me know that it's expensive. And I they always have of, the, what is it, aioli or that mushroom thing that you say? Let me tell you about aioli for a second. I hate mayonnaise. Like, I, I, if I see mayonnaise, if mayonnaise was walking down the street on fire, I'd let it just burn to death. I don't care how good of a dude he was. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I hate mayonnaise that much. That being said, aioli's pretty good, and that's just mayonnaise <laughs> with a little flavor in it. I'll be honest, yeah. Yeah, aioli's pretty good. I did. I had no idea. I was telling Caitlin, I was like, I hate mayonnaise, but I was just pounding this aioli with a French fry. And she was like, you hate mayonnaise? Like, yeah, it doesn't matter what, any flavor. And she's like, that, that's aioli. And I was like, no, it's, it's aioli, not mayonnaise. <laughs> she was like, no, that's basically flavored mayonnaise right there. Yep. So, but if you guys are trying to go extra this year, the Rolls Royce of turkeys, the Rolls Royce of turkeys, the Kelly Bronze will cost you about $300. So there you go. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Morgan, how long have you been dating your boyfriend? Oh, gosh. Officially, it's been about six months. And I've been told that you're not inviting him to your family Thanksgiving? No, I'm not going home for Thanksgiving. Are you going to his family Thanksgiving? No, I'm not. <laughs> 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 she sounds like she's wait, on trial. Wait, where's that going? Yeah. Where? What was that? Was that? That's about? awkward. No, it's not awkward. It's just him and I have both had some really bad past relationships, and we introduced him to family too soon, and so we're taking things really slow. Is that a red flag? No, not to me at all. I mean, because we're doing what's best for us, and so that to me is like the best thing we could both be doing. Who brought up that you shouldn't go to his family's Thanksgiving? We did. We like collectively, like we started talking about holidays because we'd be traveling and it was just kind of a collective conversation. And we were just like, yeah, both of us felt the same way, which was really cool. That doesn't normally happen. I get it. I love the maturity, but somebody had to say it first and that's tough. Like you didn't both say it at the same time. Like one, two, three, I don't want to go to Thanksgiving. You know, did, did you go, Hey, I think it's probably best for me not to go. Well, I mean, I brought up that I wasn't going home, so that naturally brought up the conversation, and he, and then he just kind of reiterated that he felt the same way. So I guess you could oh. say it was me, but <laughs> hold on, I'm confused. Is he me going too. home? Yeah, but he only lives like two hours away. Okay, but so he's that's what going I'm saying. home. <laughs> he, so that's not him feeling that you're like not going home. So you don't even have the opportunity to invite him because you're not going. Yes, but, but I am but going home But that's not even what Christmas. I'm asking, what? Amy. Right, she I know. She could go to his. Right, that's why I'm clarifying because she said that when she brought it up, that naturally led to them be feeling the same way. But I'm like, well, it's different. So there, the conversation had to be bigger, which is, I, I love that y'all are making the best decision for you. But at yes, some mature. point he yes. had to say, I'm going and I'm not inviting you. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. I didn't, like, come out that way, I guess. I just didn't even, like, think about it that way because I was already in the mindset that we weren't doing that. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know. We just, yeah. he, he was just like, yeah, I just, you know, I've brought a girl home and it was not great. We obviously didn't work out and I don't want to do that with you. D okay. Does it make you think that, like, there's something at home? Because, 
Double life. Double life. That's what I think. Double life. He's living double life. <laughs> but there's something at yeah. home like, no. No. But I agree. Like, hold off. I used to yeah. go to, I went, one time I went to Thanksgiving after I was with someone for like two weeks and we broke up. So it's fine. Yes. No. Uh, I mean, there is my, stuff at home, but it's not anything that he hasn't told me. Right. There's a lot there. Like his wife and kids aren't going to be there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no wife and kids. Okay. Okay. Ah. But, but, and I completely, I, like, I appreciate it, what you guys are doing. I think it's super mature, but just allow me to, to semi-pry that you have been together six months, and that does seem a significant amount of time that would allow this to happen. Is there an amount of time, like Christmas, will you guys do that at all? No, I, for me at this <laughs> point and where we both are, it'll be after a year. That will be the, the point Why are you laughing? Man, it seems like he is he is doing a good job of avoiding the holidays. Like it's her idea, so he's trying to say, "Oh yeah, I don't want you," because he doesn't want it. he 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 thinks that's too serious. So he's pushing her away. Like, yeah, I can keep this chick around, and uh, I don't have to get serious around the holidays. It's perfect. Okay. Your response, Morgan? I mean, he can think what he wants. Where you know he stays with me practically all the time, so it's not like it's not getting serious. It's just a matter of holidays. We've had some bad experiences in past relationships, and so mm-hmm. now we're making sure to not do that again because this is a good relationship. Okay, I have pulled this story from a dating and marriage expert. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Five important relationship questions before inviting anyone home for the holidays. Okay. I- I'm reading this. This is a, this is, I'm just reading it right now. I haven't read the story yet. Number one, how long have you been dating? Question mark. Morgan, you say six months. Yes, six months. They say anything less than four months, probably you should hold off. So that's ish. She's in that window. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that window, it's got to be really big, but, that's, but that's, it's in the window-ish, okay? Number two, how committed are you? Morgan, answer that question for me. How committed are you? I mean, I, gosh, that's like kind of a loaded question. I I see myself with him in the future. Woo! But okay, like you're not you dating others. Yeah, people. I'm not. No, yeah, we're, we're exclusive to each other. I'm not asking to, to, yeah. for you to do your vows right now. I'm just <laughs> saying, are you guys only committed to each other? Yes, we are in a, a mutually exclusive relationship. They say if you're only casually dating or if you are seeing more than one person at a time, don't bring anyone home. Okay, that, that doesn't, okay, that doesn't affect you guys. But okay, nope, next nope, one. Nope, all good. Are they really serious about you? Is he serious about you, Morgan? Yeah, we are serious about each other. We've said I love you. Like, it's, it's serious. wrong with you guys? Y'all are children. Okay. Bobby, do it again. Yes. <laughs> 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 ridiculous. People are going to think their radios are broken. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. Oh. I, I'm just a little thrown right now. If you're throwing out the L word, but you're not inviting them or you're not going to Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, yeah, listen, it's just for me, it's traveling all the way back home for a week and spending time there, you know, over, over Christmas. You to his, though. That's two hours. For his, it's a lot more complicated. Very complicated okay. life at home. So for him, it it brings in this whole level that he's just not quite ready for that to happen yet. Yeah. it Complicated it has- again. Like wife and kids complicated? <laughs> no. No. Family. Okay. Like hey. close okay. family. Got it. Okay. Got I it. can see this. And I, I think that right we don't we obviously we there's a lot of gaps in this story that we don't know so we can't bobby you you would i think you would understand where he's coming from i even appreciate what morgan is doing yeah i just think as a person 
who doesn't know anything about it. I just have questions and she's <laughs> answering them and the jury will find her not guilty. I can tell you that right now. So yeah. I feel good about it. I, I'm glad she's doing it. But still, if she throws out the L word, the news buzzer. <laughs> 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 Listen, I will, so I will even mention that he said, I love you first. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say it right back, Morgan? Yes, I did. But he said it right first. A, but right away, you just you didn't. <laughs> did it stun you? Um, no, I mean he's kind of this person that's very guarded. So kind of how it happened was funny. He was like, "Hey, I need to tell you something." I was like, "Okay, what?" I was like, "He was like, I love you, but please don't make a big deal out of it." And I was like, "Okay, how do you want me to respond to that? I love you too." And he's like, "Yeah, that works. Okay, ending. That's done." <laughs> What, well, what, let me let, uh, go ahead, Amy. Then well, I'll when, conclude this. When when was that? Um, about like two months ago. Yeah. Oh, so at the four oh, month boy, mark. Quick. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is quick. <laughs> okay. Here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I can appreciate why you guys have made this extremely mature decision. I don't think he has a wife and kids. <laughs> I don't think I'm just throwing it out there because our audience is going, "Ooh, what, what what's the deal? What's the situation?" I enjoy your story, your love story, and I hope that it lasts a long time slash forever. And thank you for your time, Morgan. <laughs> Thanks for asking me questions. I do feel like I was in court today. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Poor guy. Amy, are, are we good? Yeah, I mean, we're good. I just feel like if he's listening, you know, he's like, oh my gosh. I think Morgan was extremely respectful. And other than the news sounder and the screaming kid in the background, I think this was a pretty mature conversation. Well, yeah, other than now it got thrown out there that he might have to be living a double life and has a wife and kids at home. But, <laughs> but Morgan promised he doesn't. He no, doesn't. He no. does not. He's a very okay. trustworthy man, okay? <laughs> okay. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. So there's a running back for the Steelers named Najee Harris. He played running back for Alabama as well. But when he was younger, he, his mom, his four older siblings were all helped by a homeless shelter in Richmond, California. And that shelter was the last of several that he had to stay in during his childhood. Well, now he's killing it. He's in the NFL. He's a star. The first thing he did was go back and help that shelter. He replaced the carpet at the 12,000 square foot shelter with dark hardwood tile. He didn't just change carpets. Wow. Oh, he went tile. He went tile. Nice. Yeah. Easier to clean. He also donated new appliances, a computer, a grill, a rock wall, a playground, landscaping. What? And then had the whole thing painted. And he explained he didn't want to do it just to donate money. He wanted to upgrade the place to make the people who were staying there feel like it's more than a than you know not just a facility but more like a home. Yeah, it's awesome. that's I mean, can cool. I buy a membership there? They got yeah. a rock wall. <laughs> it's like the why? Like I got a membership there. Uh, Najee Harris, A plus. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Thank you guys for hanging out. Let's go over now and do the news. Bobby's big stories. Michael Strahan is going to fly to space on Blue Origin's next space flight. Liftoff is targeted at 9 a.m. Central on Thursday, December 9th. He's going to go right up to the edge of space like all the other rich people. But I don't think he has to pay, right? This is part of like a news story. And so he gets to go for free as long as he tells the story. It doesn't matter. I still would not want to do it. I know they've done it. I know they've lived. It just takes one mess up, though, to go, oops, we didn't quite have it all figured out like we thought. So I would not go even today if they were to call me and say, hey, and they're not because I'm not famous like Michael Strahan. But if they called me, I would say, no, thank you. 
Amy, if they called you, if Jeff Bezos called you on your cell phone and said, Amy, it's me, Jeff Bezos. Would you like to go to space? What would you say? I mean, this is so hard because I feel like before they all did it, my answer would have been no. But when they all came back safely, I was thinking, God, Lunchbox should have done it. Or like we were so close to going and they made it back fine. So I think I would probably do it. Okay, Amy, I'll send it. <laughs> I'll pick you up at eight. Okay. I picture Jeff Bezos talking like Dr. Evil. <laughs> How does on, he talk? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So, Eddie, would you go? Well, here's the thing. When I found out that all they do is go up to, like, above the atmosphere and, like, okay, we're in space. Let's go back down. If I'm going to do it, I want to go to Mars, oh, man. Oh, come on. I want to oh. risk Nobody my can go life. go to Mars. You want to risk, risk your, your life? No, no, okay. no, no. Hold on. If they called you right now, Eddie, it's me, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> if he called you today and said, on December 12th, we're going to space. We'd like you to go. Will you go? Jeffy, Jeffy, how far are we going? Are we just going above the atmosphere or are we going to go it's way the, up there? No, it's the same as he's going to do. <laughs> this is not a hypothetical. I'm out, Jeffy. Thanks for the thanks for the offer. I'm out. Why? Just because it's no there's no point. Like you're really just going <gasps> you're going high enough to say to legally say you're in space and then you no, come back. Legally. Down. I don't oh. think you're going to jail. Or, or technically. <laughs> yeah, technically is a better word for it. <laughs> Uh, Target will shut its doors on Thanksgiving Day for good starting this year after a decade of opening early for Black Friday sales. They announced they will let workers be with their families for the holiday, and that will prevent store crowding as well. The change came after the success of last year's holiday sales, which had risen by 8.2%, and they closed down for Thanksgiving. That is from the Daily Mail. So there's that story. Amy, will you chase any Black Friday deals? I don't think so. I mean, nothing like big. I have seen some articles that you can save a lot of money on household items, so I might chase some toothpaste. And but some- on Black Friday, you're going to go and, and, and deal with all the shopping to save 14 cents on some Colgate. No, the, the beauty of Black Friday is you don't have to do Black Friday in person anymore. There's Black Friday deals online before Cyber Monday and all the things. So I will, you know, look for deals online to be delivered to me. You're going to buy a case of toothpaste, <laughs> a case of Aquafresh Fresh on Black hey, Friday. On- I heard I heard you could save 45% on household essentials. Okay. Uh, <laughs> another thing I wanted to mention in the news, it's a very selfish story. And I think Morgan and I are both going to mention this, but my high school football team is in the state championship game this weekend. Ow! Oh. That's right. By the way, my school is so small, we play seven on seven, but it is still tackle football. But I went to a very small school growing up, and they're in the state championship this week against... I believe strong. There you go. Let me see. Arkansas Keith. Mountain Pine headed to War Memorial for state championship <laughs> against Strong. Who are you quoting so, there? <laughs> Arkansas Arkansas Keith. Attaboy. <laughs> so let me shout out my alma mater, the Mountain Pine Red Devils, going to the football state championship. And Morgan, this is happening at your school too? Yeah, I went to Mays High School, the Mays High School Eagles, and for the first time ever, they're playing in the football state championships this weekend. And so... The, one of the football coaches reached out to me and was like, hey, can we get a shout out? This is huge in our history. And I was like, yeah, you know, why not? That's awesome. Well, shout out to Mays. Uh, nobody texted me to ask. Arkansas Keith just made sure I knew. And Arkansas Keith also texts Eddie just sure to make did. sure that we both knew. <laughs> he yes, did. Eddie didn't even go there. He texted me that and a picture of the coyote that he killed. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. That's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. They're doing a holiday special coming up in the next couple of weeks. I want to talk about that in a second, but I don't want to fully run away from Thanksgiving because this is it. We'll have Thanksgiving tomorrow and then it'll be over. So let's go around 15, 20 seconds. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Amy, you go first. 
I am hosting um, some family, some friends, and like even phone screener Abby and her mom. Like anybody that didn't have anywhere to go is welcome at my house. And we're just going to be doing a traditional Thanksgiving meal. I didn't know for sure if that's the route I was going to go, but we are. Um, but also plus tamales. <laughs> yeah. And so anybody can just come by? Anybody, yeah. I mean, you've been in okay, attendance at one of those before. Let's I put just... the address on people's radios. You know how it scrolls across? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, people I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how the song comes across people's radios now? Yeah. Let's just load Amy's. Let's just load that up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'll go. Caitlin, myself, and Morgan number one are in Central America, and we are going to have Thanksgiving at a restaurant we th- that we think has some, some American food. We're not sure, and if it doesn't, we'll just have food and be thankful for it. So it will be a very non-traditional Thanksgiving. It's been tough for Caitlin to be away from her family, um, so I very much appreciate her coming down and being with me on this Thanksgiving, but that's what we'll be doing. Eddie? Yeah, I'm going to the beach for the first time and spending Thanksgiving in Florida. And we're going deep sea fishing. And I even thought like, ooh, instead of a turkey, should we do a fish? But we're not doing that. I'm going to do a traditional turkey. But it's going to be cool, man. Warmer than it is here. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. What about the turkey, the 16-pound turkey you bought? I'm frying it the day before we leave. And I'm going to take it all prepared. That way I don't have to carry everything with me. Mm. Do you take all the sides with you too? No, no. My wife and I will do the sides there. I mean, we're just doing mac and cheese and then, you know, mashed potatoes and things like that. I don't think we're going to go too crazy because we're in a destination and not really at home. So that's what we're going to do. Last time you went to Florida, you got <laughs> fill in the blank. Yeah, so you're going to Corona Cove again? Come on, no. <laughs> Let's no. go. Eddie, fill in the do, 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 do. Fill in the blank. No, man, we're just going to stay in the condo the whole Say time. Say with me, kids. COVID. <laughs> C is for COVID. Uh, lunchbox. Uh, we're just staying at the house, man. My wife and I and the three kids. My in-laws will be here because with three kids and a newborn, we didn't feel like traveling. So the in-laws are going to come and just hang out and really, I guess, have turkey and whatever and nothing, do nothing special but eat and relax. And they're going to give us some time to sleep and take care of the newborn. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, Morgan, number two, we kind of know what's going on with you, but go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I will be here in Nashville seeing some friends on Thanksgiving and possibly taking my dog for a hike and maybe ending with some pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suggest our listeners go listen to the podcast from today and hear that <laughs> story oh, from earlier. I mean, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, the, the special I was talking about a second ago, because now all the Christmas stuff is going to hit us right in the face. Because right when Thanksgiving's over, boom, it's Christmas time. ABC has announced they'll be doing a very special boy band Christmas. So it's going to be members of NSYNC, New Edition, New Kids on the Block, Boys to Men, 90 Degrees in O-Town. It will air December 6th. And all the boy bands are going to sing Christmas songs. Here's the thing about the boy bands. It's mostly the crappy members or the mid-tier bands and below. Oh. What? I don't know. It just feels weird to say that. <laughs> Crappy members. <laughs> okay. Amy, who are the good members of NSYNC? Go. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Um, Lance Bass. Um, <laughs> he ain't one of the good ones. Uh, end it, Justin. <laughs> what? He's not yeah. a good one? Um, JC Chazé. I would say Justin and JC were the good one. And by the way, I like Chris Kirkpatrick, but he wasn't somebody that was out, out in front and center. You yeah. know? What about mm-hmm. Fatone? So, What's so wrong with him? Again, oh, yeah. Joey. Nothing's wrong with them. I'm saying, though, if you're going to an NSYNC show and it's <laughs> Fatone and Lance Bass, you're like, what is happening here? 
Um, so that's from NSYNC. I mean, 90 degrees, I'm sure they'll all be there. Um, I will not be with my old guys from O-Town, but they will be there. Mm-hmm. So it, listen, it'll be a fun show. I bring it up because I think it'll be fun. But also I have my top three boy band songs of all time. Are you guys ready? Yes. Ready. At number three, NSYNC, Gone. 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 Baby, you're gone. gone. Baby, girl, you're gone. gone. At number two, Backstreet Boys, All I Have to Give. But my love is all I have to And at number one, got to go with my guys, O-Town, All or Nothing. Cause I want it all or nothing at all. No they just don't make music like that anymore, kids. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number one boy band song of all time to you, Amy. I mean, there's so many, but I'll go with Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. Oh, yeah. That's a big one. That's a big one. Eddie, what about you? Number one boy band song of all time? I mean, I got to go with the OGs, New Kids on the Block, Hanging. No, what is it? Right Stuff. (laughs) Dang. Eddie's older than us. (laughs) He's really old. Hey, that's what I remember, man. Yeah. Yeah, Eddie's older than us. Uh, Lunchbox, number one boy band song of all time. Yeah, LMFAO, Summer Girls. New kids on the block, <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> it's LFO, Summer Girls. <laughs> LMFAO sings, shot, 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 uh, shot, shot. Um, okay, yeah, LFO, Summer Girls. <laughs> one more, Morgan. My favorite was always Jackson 5, ABC 123. Oh, wow. Oh, come on. I'm serious. I had this song on I don't rotate. think we accept that. Well, that's not we a don't point, accept man. that no, answer. Wait, that's really? A, they it's... played their own instruments. <sighs> Do we accept? <sighs> I mean, I... they would be the OG, OG, OG boy yeah, bands, Bones. I, I don't think this No, that's not a boy band. That's but a kid no, band. I would still go with like the four tops or something if we're doing that, Eddie. Well, that wouldn't be the OG, OG. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we accept your answer, Morgan, and we apologize. It's been a rough day for you, so <laughs> we apologize. Okay. Okay. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Utah. A guy and a girl talking about love, moving in together. She's like, yeah, I'll move into your place. And he's like, "Uh uh-oh, I don't know if I want her to move into my place. So he burned down his own house. You know, that'll do it. (laughs) If there's no place, you can't move into the place. I mean, that's true. It's that meme where the guy's pointing at his his, his head like I got an idea. Uh. If there's no place, you can't share a place. I get it. He panicked, huh? (laughs) He's like, oh, crap, she's moving in. What do I do? He said, I know exactly how the fire started. I started it because things were getting a little too serious with my girlfriend. (laughs) I started the fire. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. I know everybody's headed out. If you're traveling, if you're flying, get to the airport early. Be safe. Wash your hands after you go through the little detector. You know, also be nice to people. Amy was telling me a story about being at the airport. Yeah, and I happened to be sitting where a TSA meeting was going down, and it was tons of people gathered around their manager, and I think they were having their little team meeting for the day. And I just felt so bad because the manager had to make a point to remind everybody, like, hey, some travelers are going to be awful to you today, but don't let them get to you. 
Just treat them with kindness. Do your job. You know they're going to be nasty, rude, mean. That is not your problem. Like, it just, I just felt bad that that had to be part of their team meeting was how to, like, stay calm. Don't let them get under your skin. Just do your job because of nasty travelers. And it's so true. They probably have to deal with some of the rudest people. But I love the way that they handled it. And they were all like, yeah, we got you. Like, we're good. And the, the manager even said, you never know why they're traveling, what they're going through. They might be going, like maybe somebody passed away. There might be something hard going on in their life. So just treat them with kindness and grace. Sounds like a good leader. Yeah. And also, I'd like to say that to you guys about Facebook. Hey, oh. you never know what those people are doing over there, <laughs> what they're going through. Yeah. Just because they're awful doesn't mean you're awful. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll okay. try. Hope everybody has an awesome Thanksgiving. We'll see you Monday morning on the Bobby Bones Show. Bye, everybody. Get your bones on Bobby Bones Show.